Good afternoon, I'm Ed Pozzuoli, President of Trip Scott, and with me today, we're so honored to have the Clerk of Courts of Broward County, Brenda Foreman. Brenda, welcome. Thank you, good morning. Good morning, and congratulations on your re-election. It, it, was, was, uh, uh, it was a hard road, but um, I made it. You made it. Now, I gotta start with the breaking news. So I know that you now, were, the courthouse is beginning to get open and we're starting jury trials we're supposed to start in March, and now yes. what? March 8th, 9th, and 10th were the, supposed to have been the opening days. But breaking news this morning, um, spoke with the chief judge. We're going to have to hold back on March 8th, 9th, and 10th. We're going to have to push it back until April. He spoke with chief justice candidate, and chief justice wanted to make sure that, you know, everyone that's involved, state attorney's office, public defender's office, even the judges, are on agreement with this and push it back for two to three weeks before we send the summons out for April. And so, Madam Clerk, how has the COVID pandemic impacted your office and the operations in your office? Well, Been challenging? Some, it was very challenging. As some may know, I had COVID back in July. I was yeah. in the hospital for a week and it was very hard and I had double pneumonia with that. But during that time frame, being out of the office for about six weeks, I made sure that my office didn't have to furlough, I didn't have to lay off, because I know it's hard when you have a family that you have to take care of. I got to a point where if the state was going to come after someone, come after me, not my employees, for not laying off furloughing. So I gave everyone every day in the office, paycheck every two weeks, they never missed the beat because I knew it was hard. Well, it's good to see that you're back and fully recovered. Yes, yes. Uh, but from an operation standpoint, how has your staff dealt with COVID? I mean, I, I know people are not really going to the courthouse or had been going to the courthouse. And well, the judge shut it down when the COVID first hit in, hit in March. Right. But I had to open it back up in June because a lot of people were calling. They couldn't get to us to make payments, to file any type of paperwork. They wanted to get married. A lot of people wanted to get divorced. Right. But I just needed to be able to open back up. So I opened the office back up on June 8th. No, I'm sorry, June 3rd, I'm sorry. And when we did that, it was a fluctuation of people coming because they didn't know what to do because of this COVID. Right. We vetted, we got in the lobby. I was out there every day making sure people saw my face, that I was helping out to make sure of what they needed to do because they was unsure. So by, by me doing that, people were able to come in, only those who had a reason to be there. Other than that, BSO and G4s did not let anyone else in because we had no face-to-face -face trial. But we people no who needed access to your, uh, to your office, whether to get married, divorce, file papers, whatever it was, they had, they had access yes, and your did. staff was there ready to serve. Yes, they were. Throughout, basically from June 3rd forward. All the way. Wow, okay, Yes. that's good to know. Tell us a little bit about this Operation Greenlight. Operation Greenlight is an opportunity for those who have an issue with their license that's in suspension or if they have collections uh, that had, had gone into collections. What we do, we waive that 35%, we take it out of collection, they're able to pay that fee in full or go on a payment plan with a reasonable fee but that is an opportunity for them to get their license back. Uh, there was a time when we did driver's license cleanse before this COVID where the chief judge is the one that did this and it was like three judges and they were able to come at that particular point in time, which was December, it was like a Christmas present to them. Right. And this driver's license clinic, it was from the chief judge. 
those judges would waive their fees to give them a Christmas present. I don't know if we're going to ever have that again because of the COVID, but this Operation Greenlight would give them some sort of relief not to pay the extra 35% collection fee. That's a great program. The office now, um, I, I know that your people are there ready to serve the public. Yes. How has traffic been? Has it picked up a little bit in, in the courthouse? It has. Uh, only BSO and G4S are only allowing those who has business in the courthouse. If you don't have any business in the courthouse, you cannot get in. Uh, if you want to pay a traffic ticket, we're there. If you have to pay a parking ticket, we're there. Domestic violence, we are constantly there. However they need us, we have not shut down when it comes to domestic violence. Uh, we are there up until 7 o'clock when it comes to domestic violence. Um, even throughout the weekend, if they have an emergency, we have ways and means to make sure that they can get to us. Um, if there's a juvenile case, they have ways and means to get to us. Only those attorneys who's part of that particular case can get access to juvenile. Uh, if you have a felony case and you need to make a, make, make a payment, we're there. You can come in, you can make those payments. So we're there only for those who have business in the courts. But your services and your team, they've been there since, since June of last year. So yes. services still remain available yes. to people who most need it. Absolutely. All right. And then what do you see the future? Hopefully we'll be able to open up the courthouse in, in a bigger way and get back to some level of normalcy. Oh, well, March 8th was supposed to have been the day. So we're still hopeful that April would turn things around where it will open back up, but I cannot make that call at this moment because if there's no face-to-face -face trials, there's no face-to-face -face jurors, um, we can't do that. Right. So I have to wait and see what the Supreme Justice uh, candidate will give us the go-ahead to do so. And when the Chief Judge Tudor let us know, well, on behalf of everybody in Broward and everybody here at Trip Scott, we want to thank you for your service and, you. uh, and the competence that you bring to the job and keeping, uh, how would I say, the trains running on time even through the pandemic. Absolutely. So thank you. You are so welcome. I'd like to thank everyone who helped put me back into my seat. I truly, truly appreciate it because without them, I wouldn't be sitting in front of you today. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you.